What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Underground Stars. I'm here today with... AKA the only one. What's up, man? How are you doing? How's everything? I'm doing great, bro. Everything's smooth. Everything's wonderful. I like that. Uh, what is that? A tapestry? Is that what they call it? A tapestry in the back yeah. of my room? Yeah. I, I definitely like stole that. that. I like it a lot. It's my favorite part of the room. Yeah. it's It's got... I want to say it looks like a it looks like a sun in the middle. I don't know if that's like close to being right or anything, but it looks it looks like it has a sun in the middle. Now I gotta go ask my brother who I stole this from what it means, but it definitely looks like if somebody was on acid and they just mm -hmm. drew the sun, this is definitely what it would look like. It's like one of those, like in a movie when someone's like doing like acid or something, like the transitions and like all the effects. That's like probably what they put on that. Exactly. This, this is the ripple effect. Exactly, sir. So, um, there's so much we could honestly talk about. I'm trying to, I'm trying to narrow it down to a few things. But I mean, let's just start off super simple. How did you start like making music, getting into music, and everything? Um, honestly, I started making music uh because of the tennis team of my high school. Uh, we had. We, every like away game coming back, we would have to freestyle on the tennis bus. And I remember that was the first time I had ever like rapped in front of anybody. Mm -hmm. And then like a week after that, I had lost this rap battle in my living room to my brothers. And I just told myself like, I think I like this feeling. Like I, I was stuttering. I messed up my delivery. It was terrible. They made fun of me for like two weeks after this. And now I just started to rap more and more in my daily life. And I just kind of picked it up from there. And me and my friends started recording and that all just led to us being here today. Mm -hmm. That's I that's that's kind of crazy though. I feel like a lot of people music started at school, like hard, like either like at the lunch tables, on the school buses. I definitely think it's like a part of like the public aspect when people just get in like like large groups, everybody just starts wanting to like share and express themselves in different ways. Not always, especially in like I guess ethnic schools, like mm -hmm. schools where I grew up at, like there's always somebody freestyling somewhere. So you, you just gotta kind of jump in and yeah. get used to it. You gotta find a spotlight there. Mm -hmm. I feel like, and it also helps, like what you said, uh, the whole like the public aspect of it, because I feel like a lot of like artists struggle with making music in in public. Like they'd rather be on their own, like in their room. But like if you start off in public then you that's kind of you're kind of used to it already being like with people watching you and seeing how you do stuff and seeing all your process and everything that's a fact that's definitely true um it's definitely something that you have to get used to like to be not even just a rapper but an entertainer mm -hmm. in general you kind of got to used to putting yourself in that sort of spotlight and being vulnerable and i feel like the sooner you get used to that the better it turns out, mm -hmm. I feel like. And did you kind of, did you struggle at all with that? Trying to like, being like in the spotlight, being vulnerable, being open and anything? I think at first I was fine with it coming from like a writing aspect and like a rapping aspect. Because really like you rap by yourself. Mm -hmm. I'm in this booth just chilling. So honestly, like oftentimes in like my pajamas, I'll be rapping songs. But like, it comes to like networking and like, being on stage and having a stage presence. And I feel like that was stuff that I started to struggle with, but I've grown to be some of like my favorite parts of rapping, honestly, like putting myself out there, mm -hmm. seeing how things go and seeing like that, like the return of these investments is all based on your effort during these times. I feel like it's a really rewarding experience. Mm 
And what kind of advice do you have for other people trying to kind of get over that mental block of being open, being vulnerable, and putting themselves out there? Um, the biggest tip I'll probably have is display your talent more. Like, I definitely think the biggest thing that helped me was being put on the spot to freestyle for various different people. So, like, people would know I was, like, a good rapper and, like, just in random places in school mm-hmm. at tennis games. Like, for, like, my tennis coach's friends, they'd just be like, yo, uh, we heard you're, like, a good rapper. Like, rap something for us. Mm-hmm. Like, just off the top. And I'll just have to just jump in and, like, sometimes make, like, kid-friendly raps because I'm around, <laughs> like, families or something mm-hmm. like that. Or sometimes just rapping, like, the back of, like, the chemistry class for all the students that are in the back. Like, the more you get used to on, like, a one-on-one basis showing out, showing off, like, the things you do, the easier I feel like it gets me, like, a public basis you just got to focus on that one person in the crowd yeah i feel like i know for sure that was something i kind of struggled with is like being being able to put myself in those positions where i'm forced to do something publicly that i would usually do privately and once i kind of started doing that i saw just not only like my workflow but the quality of my work go up so much just because without even knowing it, I was more comfortable doing what I was doing. Exactly. It's uh, also reassurance. Mm-hmm. Like I, cause I've, I've, I've been making beats for like four years now, but like the past two, I've like actively like showed my friends like, yo, listen to this, look at this, do this, do this. And cause before like they kind of knew like he, I did music, but not like, at the level that I'm trying to do it at. And so like the past years, I've been more open towards them and like, Hey, look at this instead of kind of keeping it a secret because I'm kind of scared of what they might say about it. Mm -hmm. I definitely think that's something that I has grown to be like, I think one of my biggest assets, because like I work at, like I work at this hoagie store and now I've been working here for about like two or three years now. Now everyone here kind of knows I'm a rapper. Some of my coworkers have been to, like, my last show. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'll just see, like, the craziest interactions between, like, people who know I'm a rapper, even people I'll meet there from being a rapper. Like, it's just crazy when you start to, like, when you accept the label of an artist mm-hmm. outwardly and then the start attention you get from it and the potential benefits you get from it because you never know who might hear your name. And that's really, I feel like, what's the most important part of your music because it doesn't mm-hmm. matter music is the best music ever if no one hears it yeah it's i think that's also like this whole age of social media has helped so much is because before finding people who also did music was like hard because you didn't know if they did it or not but now you can go on twitter and join a whole community of people who make music and are invested in the same thing you are and literally have a whole group that you can just throw ideas out and they'll be like yeah that's cool or like no i don't really think about that maybe this instead of just kind of them not really caring because Mm -hmm. they don't have the same passion as you do i definitely think it's crazy i think that's been probably the biggest asset like just to see how like mediums like twitter Mm -hmm. even like facebook even like discord are like bringing people together like like like-minded people together Mm-hmm. making it so much easier to find like a group of people doing what you do like it even makes like various aspects become easier like, you can find a video editor through discord mm-hmm. you can find a producer through discord you can find 
engineers through Twitter, you could just just off like simply DMing somebody. Exactly. You could have something that used to cost people literally hundreds of dollars. Like, and they they're eager to help. Like, I've definitely found like very open communities in these places. Like everybody's just about making good music. And mm -hmm. I feel like that's really the biggest benefit you could ever have. Yeah. And I mean, before kind of finding all that, how did you approach like getting beats, getting engineering, uh, visuals and all that? It was kind of like a, like a heavily like word of mouth based system. Mm -hmm. Like before we used to, I got scared for a second. Before we used to, uh, like just go based on who we knew, like who knew we were rappers, mm -hmm. who had seen like the stuff we put on Facebook and then just go asking them like, hey, do you know anybody who does this and this? Or we would go to concerts more often than not, like uh, the, somebody who's a big influence for me who was rapping, his name was Bob Botanist, he's from North Jersey. I, I would come visit his concerts just because he was touring and I was interested and I would meet people there. He would connect me with the people that he knew and just through meeting more and more people, you get to see more and more connections just from putting a name out there because somebody definitely knows at least one of the people you need to do something yeah it's a big quote but it's always it's always <laughs> true. it's all it's always a friend of a friend who knows something mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you gotta go down a rabbit hole mm -hmm. it's all like i know i was talking to one of my friends and i was like yeah i really need like this like the, I, like some cord for my setup i'm like i need this cord or whatever he's like oh i know like two different people who like work who like do setups like this they should have it i'm like okay cool i didn't know you knew those people but now that i do i'm gonna have you ask them about so many other things that i need now share the things that you're looking for in an open space in a safe space like you never know who will come back mm -hmm. who you'll find because of it. i know most of my uh most of the people who like I respect and like respect their opinion musically wise, I've met them ninety percent over social media and be and from like other people, hundred percent. And it's crazy just to think about that. How like so many of the people who inspire me are people that I've never met, but we've interacted and we've talked like we've known each other for years. I think that is so crazy just to see how like these like these relationships build bridges to mm -hmm. get you to certain places like i definitely don't think i would be here without the small interactions growing into bigger friendships mm -hmm. like it's crazy how you could think of like something that's as meaningless and being like yo come over let's play a game together one day could build to that person being the difference between you literally succeeding or failing in your potential career like mm -hmm. it's wild it's crazy. Like, I mean, um, who was it? Because Drake, he lives in over in Oklahoma, Drake Beats. And literally, I got off the phone with him a few days ago. And we're trying to plan for me to drive up there for the weekend. Because he's up there. All Truth is up there. And it's just crazy thinking, like, I met these guys off of Twitter. Then we all linked up. And now we're planning, hey. I might drive up for the weekend. Let's just hang out. Like, there's no, there's no agenda. There's no like, all right, let's get some music done or anything. It's just, it was fun. Let's go do it again. Let's hang out for a weekend or something like that. And it's just crazy to think. Honestly, like, even just from everyone I've spoken to, 
from the recent trip to Texas. And since I've spoken to them, they've all referred to me as as positive things, as mm-hmm. friends, brothers. And I, you know, I was just on the I was on uh I was FaceTiming All Truth yesterday, mm-hmm. just talking about the future and business. And he was uh, telling me like manifestation tips and like how he was reading Russ's book and was telling me like things to do and how to make connections, like just just cause like just having back and forth conversation mm-hmm. with people you would have never met otherwise. Like that's my boy. Yeah. We haven't even known each other that long, but the connection we've built, I feel like it's stronger with some people I've known for like years. Mm-hmm. Kind of crazy. It's just all genuine, positive, like energy all the way through, which is, it's rare to find, but it's crazy how everyone that we've met so far has had that energy. That's a that's a fact. I was actually talking to uh to, to Zach about this while we were at Texas walking just along the shore. I was saying it's crazy, like out of the millions of people to get like to pick so many people who just because of the same thing, same interest you might have mm-hmm. are able to mesh well and are able to get along easily and share the same vibe and be on the same like like goal mm-hmm. like it's kind of crazy to see how similar you are with people who like doing the same things as you yeah it's it's crazy but at the same time it's so um what's the word it's not it's comforting just knowing that you're around people who want the same thing as you who love doing the same thing as you and like it's just it feels like it's just been like that forever even though you just met there's just a comforting vibe to it like it feels like you're at home but you're not at home no cap i feel like i'm in like the uh the music producer power rangers <laughs> like i like this just feels like something i've been doing for mm-hmm. a long time and i feel like even the future of these meetings and collaborations are things that are gonna change how i make music like mm-hmm. that's crazy to me to think that these meetings <laughs> are going to inf- have crazy influences down the line just because of one small decision. Mm-hmm. It's definitely wild. It is. So um, you have, you have, I want, if I remember this correctly, I don't want to screw it up, but you have a project out right now, right? Yes, sir. That'd and be, uh, how long ago did you uh, release that? I believe, I believe it was March this year. Dang. Definitely uh, the beginning of this year, like the first quarter. March, April, May, March, April. So two months ago. Yes. I had to do a quick... Uh... When you start saying the months, my brain <laughs> just start twirling. I'm like, oh. I always get the months confused. I always get the first... I, I know it goes January, then February, but I mess up March, April, and May. I always want to go, it's like May, March, April, or April, March, May. I don't know why, but it just sounds more, it sounds better to me for some reason. I think everybody gets, I don't know anybody who just knows automatically the months in a line. I feel like I've been saying it for 23 years, 22 years now. I swear they change it every year. <laughs> Feels like they have a patch every year. <laughs> but, um, so that project, it's, how long is it? How many songs? Oh man, Zan, you put me on the spot with these details. Uh, I want to say like 10 songs, ten like songs. nine or 10 songs for sure. And what was kind of like your whole process making that, getting like the production, any visuals and stuff like that? The production 
was kind of a combination of all the producers we had met so far. Like there's some songs from Corpse on there. There's some songs produced by Ayashi, a close friend of mine on there. It was kind of just a collection of like-minded songs through the same medium, because I feel like I was talking about, at the time I was really struggling in life, just like accepting like death and stuff like that. And I was just thinking about like how that's the most important thing to me is to be able to do something that I enjoy while being alive and to leave a legacy going forward. And I think that's kind of where the, the theme of the tape went. And I had been making music about this for a long time already. Mm-hmm. So I just figured I would collaborate and like make all of the songs about like the sim all similar songs on a tape that I feel like cohesively all blends together. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be a side B. The first part is kind of like my, my like anger yeah. at like the, the finality of life, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. And the second part is kind of about acceptance. It's a lot more tone-wise, a little bit heavier, a little bit more personal. And that comes out, I want to say, sometime before the end of this year. And is that going to be 10 songs too, or are you going to... I want to say so. Right now, I'm at eight. I think I might have it be like 10 at the end of the day, just mm-hmm. so they'll be like just about even. But I don't know. These eight songs are already kind of fire. Yeah. I, I might keep it at no. And then what you got to do is you got to put them together and then release it again as the full thing. Exactly. The and, deluxe, deluxe edition. Yeah, and then and pull Kendrick and then just reverse all the songs, the order, put them backwards, and then release that again. That's how you do it. Dang, that's... That's funny as hell. That's yeah, such this, a this man. A yeah, he released he released damn, and then he released like a whole. I think he called it um, the editor's version, and it's just it's the same project, just the uh tra- the order of the songs is backwards. That man's a genius. He literally made money. So you know what? I'm not releasing another project. Buy <laughs> this one again in reverse, and they say, "Yep, that's that's what it means to be the goat, bro." The and tactics. Then- and then what you do is you release it one more time, but reverse all the songs, like the whole audio, reverse it. So when they get it, they got to reverse themselves. Exactly. I'm going to add an extra word at the end of each exactly. song. Just like, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm going to drop a whole other project, the yeah edition. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be magnificent. I mean, because that's, that's what, six projects? If you get at least, you know, thousand streams per six thousand listen if that's what it takes yeah get ready to see six versions of the same project this this, this upcoming summer and they're all going to be the exact same except for one that's just reversed i'm gonna just add a sticker on each on each one that says plus however many years i put in there (laughs) plus six years every every uh every year you just put out a whole new version exactly and then, like, 20 years from now, you release the remastered version of it. And you just start the cycle all over again. That's what you do. For real, for real. Try to have, like, 20 other things, like the seasons of Friends. Mm-hmm. That's how far we're trying to go with it. That's crazy. My, uh, so I released a, I released, like, a pro- an album, like a producer album, last year, around, in about a month from now roughly and that's kind of like the first that was like my first step i'm like okay i'm taking music seriously right now let me put out an album i don't know why that was my first like idea but i could have done like so many other things but i'm like let me do this 
And just seeing the progress of from that last project to where I am right now in only a year is crazy because I got like a one of those uh, memory things on like my phone and it was a picture of the uh, distro kid like you just like uh, submitted like your song or whatever like that kind of page and it was that and the caption on it was I just submitted my album this is about to make me a billionaire and <laughs> just looking back on it, I'm like geez it's already been a year and the amount of work and progress that I've made in this past year is crazy think like a year musically is like I don't know. It feels like I've been in a hyper time, like a hyperbolic time chamber this whole year. Mm-hmm. So like compared to the stuff I was making a year ago, it's like I don't know. I feel like I don't even know if I'm the same person. Mm-hmm. Like even just the things I'm talking about, I feel like there's so many things to learn. Especially if you're like dedicated, if you're like accepting failures and just keep going and just keep going, keep going and pushing forward. Because not every song is gonna be a good song. Mm-hmm. I feel like by the time you get to the next year, you'll look back and be like, damn, like I'm. I leveled up in, yeah. in like in the only terms I can think of it. Like it's definitely crazy to see your progress, which mm-hmm. is marked by the things you've done. Like the album will forever be a marker. It's mm-hmm. like this is what I was like at this time. It's kind of like a timestamp. I think it that's is. really crazy. And like I have like I have the whole thing on my playlist because you know you gotta support yourself. But um it was crazy because I I was driving, I wanna say like two days ago. And one of the songs came on, and then I listened to it through. And then after that, one of the songs from the Mercy Project came on, like right after. And I'm like, damn, I made both of these, but they don't sound at the same level at all. The first one sounded good. And at the time, I'm like, bro, this is crazy. This is perfect. But then hearing it compared to one of my newer things, I'm like, there's no way I made both of these because they're so different in quality wise. And I was like, just sitting there like this whole year, it, it flew by so fast. But in reality, every day I was making a little bit of progress. And then that little bit of progress adds up into just a huge difference. Honestly, like forever. Small days where you just tell yourself, like, I'm going to make, like, a song or two mm-hmm. tonight. Just If you are consistent, that changes to something so much crazy. Like, even uh, even some of, like, the producers I work with, like, uh, I always mention him. My boy's name is Ayashi. Uh, at Ayashi on, on all social media, I'm pretty sure. He made this project that a lot of people were really proud of him for. And he always tells me that it, well, even after the project came out, he would always tell me, I don't like when people talk about it because it's not my best work. Mm-hmm. I know I'm making something better today and I'm going to make something even better than that tomorrow. Jeez. And just, I would just see him constantly overcome his own limits. And then he would play something for me. I'm like, this shit's crazy. Mm-hmm. Then he, he would come back to me a month later and be like, here's what I made this month. I'll be like, damn, like this crazier than the shit from mm-hmm. last month. Just the cycle continues. And I feel like surrounding yourself with those kind of people is the most important thing to success is not being satisfied with what you're at now and looking forward to what you're going to make a month a year from now mm-hmm. what songs are going to make in 10 years like yeah it's going to be different like it's going to be it's motivates you to take that step now compared to what you'll be like then mm-hmm. 
Imagine what the music is going to sound like in 10 years. I can't even. They're going to have super cloud hyperphone. <laughs> they going to have everything. Like... It's just going to be... Nope. It's not. There's not going to be any genres. It's just going to be one genre, which is just every single sound combined into one. It's going, every song is going to be three seconds. <laughs> the end of the song, you got, you got to play it in reverse. Mm-hmm. Slow down by 64 times. It was crazy just because I um I was sitting like whenever I make beats or like work on like cover art or anything, I'll put like a TV show in the background just so I can have like some noise or something to kind of stimulate myself because I like having a lot of stuff going on at once so I can focus. I don't know if that's like, you know, ADHD or something, but I feel like that's kind of like. I feel like I might have it, honestly. But I was thinking, I was like watching the show and I was like two minutes in and I'm like, I'm already bored. And then like I would go to TikTok and just swipe for like a whole hour and waste a whole hour just because of how short people are making things nowadays because our attention span is getting so much smaller. And I never thought that it would like affect me. And then I just realized, I'm like, wow. If I can't get like past a two minute marker in a show that's supposed to be entertaining, how many people like how many people are like not making it past like the first minute or like the first twenty seconds? So like it made me realize how important that first thirty seconds of anything really is, whether it's a song, a video, just anything. Because like if people are get invested in the first thirty seconds, they'll probably stay longer. But if it takes like a whole minute or a whole two minutes to kind of get them invested, they probably won't stay. They'll be like, this isn't that good. Let me move on to the next one. That's true. I feel like that's, I definitely learned that sometimes the shorter the content, the better through like, uh, through like Vine. Mm -hmm. I used to be a big fan of right before TikTok. It's really important to be able to catch someone's I with the first impression and I'm I think that's something to learn in every media like while the attention spans are getting shorter it's also easy to tell if you like something within the first like 10 seconds of a song mm-hmm. like if I know I'm not gonna fuck with this if the drums come in and it sounds terrible mm-hmm. if, it just, if it's just not for me it's just not for me I think it's also important to be open to give every song that 10 seconds though mm-hmm. I think the important part is to be able to say okay Regardless of whether I think I like this or not, giving it an equal opportunity, I feel like is the most important part in these things and selecting these things. As a musician, I try to start off on a heavier foot because of it. I think I've gotten better because of that mentality. Mm -hmm. It's that that's what's going to be so crazy, like in the next 10 years, how short either like songs or like videos are going to be just because of that decreasing attention span honestly and kind of like i know because you said you've been doing music for what 10 years that'd be crazy how am i i'm 22 i've been doing music for about six or seven years six or seven years i mean i've been probably writing since i was like 10 maybe like before this, before I wanted to be a rapper, I wanted to be an author. Mm-hmm. I started like rapping officially when I was like 
I want to say 16. Mm-hmm. And I'm 22, about six years, six, seven years. I turned 23 this year mm-hmm. and two months. So, yeah, I've been rapping about six, seven years, making like writing for probably 10, longer than that. Yeah. That's crazy. But six or seven years. And um, what's kind of been your approach, like, whenever you want to work with either another artist or another producer? Like, what's kind of, like, your way going for it to make it, like, your first good impression? Um, usually, I try to meet them as people first before musicians. Mm-hmm. Like, I often will talk to somebody just on a man-to-man basis about their lives and about like what they do or what they enjoy. Like it's important to bond with somebody because I wouldn't want to make music with you regardless of how good your music is if I didn't fuck with you as a person. So a lot of times I try to do that and try to be very fair mm-hmm. with doing things and try to make sure I take care of everybody yeah. if possible. Like, cause everybody just wants to be a part of something and feel valued for the work that they do. And I feel like that's really important. Mm-hmm. I know so many, like, I've, my, half of my DMs are, like, filled with just a bunch of, yo, let's work, and then, like, 20 links followed by that. Mm-hmm. And when I see that, like, I'm, like, I want to give you a chance, but, like, every single time, I'm, like, all right, bet, like, what, like, let's, let's get to work, like, what do you want to do? And then they just send, like, four more links, and then it just turns into a whole, like, spam that he's just trying to, like, send a bunch of his, like, tweets a bunch of beats a bunch of stuff just throwing it right in my face i'm like bro i i can't do anything with this i think it's also important to like meet with people on their playing field Mm -hmm. like i don't think i've ever said to somebody yo i need this type of beat Mm -hmm. because like i came to you for a producer because you not because i want you to emulate something that somebody else is doing Mm -hmm. for me doesn't make sense i'll honestly if i ever do take a beat from somebody whatever you make is whatever i'm a rap on mm-hmm. it's not really it's not really something i'm gonna have to give you direction on because if that's the case why did i come to you why don't i just start producing yeah if that if i know exactly what i want when i want it the mm-hmm. type of beat like no it's, that's boring mm-hmm. you'd rather be just kind of like have someone do their own thing send it to you and then you do your own thing on theirs rather than have them be like Oh, you sound like this. Let me send you all these beats that sound the same that sound like this too. Honestly, I feel like that's the biggest thing that's helped me grow personally is to like not is to try different things. Mm-hmm. Like musically, like whether it be like singing or like yelling or or trying to write about different things. Like each each of these things were things that I decided I was gonna do from that day. Like mm-hmm. It's, music is spontaneous. I never decide what I'm what music I'm gonna make before I make the music, because that's the good part about inspiration and being inspired and relying on that inspiration. Like whatever I feel like making today is whatever I'm gonna make, and that's different every day. Mm-hmm. And to end it off, how do you find like what what whenever you're not inspired, what's like the your go to to get that inspiration back? Um. I like to watch concert videos personally. Mm-hmm. I think like if I'm really like down, I'll always go watch concert videos because I think performing is like top five best things about being an artist mm-hmm. to be able to just get on stage and just like talk your shit to a group of people who like, like the things that you've created 
like I feel like it's a different feeling. So I always just go look at people who are performing and see how they're performing. Like how would I have done it? What what song would I have wanted to perform? Yeah. Is it a song I've done yet? Maybe I should make a new song just for this. Like mm-hmm. it's so many different options that I always like I'll look at it and I'll be like, no, I regardless of what I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make something today. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the important mentality to have. We don't gotta make eight songs a day. Mm-hmm. You, even if you write one verse a week, as long as you're being consistent. I feel like that's really the important part. Yeah. What about uh, freestyle videos? Do you watch those at all? I do, but those are kind of hit or miss. Mm. Have you watched Sometimes. the uh, Uzi? Who was it? It was Uzi and ASAP. Yes. That's, that was that's my go-to. That is my go-to all the time. I watch a lot of... Uh, I watch a lot of like the, the LA leakers, mm-hmm. like freestyle, a lot of the bars on I-95. Do you watch the new Cole one? No, that's the only one I haven't Bro, seen. Me that was, too. Crazy. I saw Royce the five nines. He was bombing. Mm-hmm. He was going so different. So crazy. Uh, who else was it? Pop Smokes was uh, fire too. I liked his. The only thing is, he did a verse off of like he the the whatever he said happened to be the verse on um, "Got It on Me." So like whenever I first heard it, I'm like, I know this song. I like I know I know what he's saying. But I been a couple freestyles. I'm like, they'll be freestyling. I'm like, got them, Matt. How do I know the lyrics to this? This is not a freestyle. You lie. You lie. You singing along to the freestyle, like, bro, I could freestyle this too. That's crazy. I'm from the future. <laughs> wild. Mm-hmm. That's really wild. But um, so. The way we end these off, I got three questions for you. Three easy questions, nothing crazy. Take that. First one is in two words, describe your style. I'm so tempted. I'm so tempted to say something wild. <laughs> I'm gonna say top speed. Say it again. Top speed. Oh, top speed. I like it. If I type of rapper I am, I definitely would say I'm a very energetic mm-hmm. rapper. Very. Well, a lot of times I talk fast, so I feel like I rap kind of fast. Mm-hmm. Definitely a very fast-paced person. Always on some aggressive shit. Yeah. I feel like I would compare myself rapping to like driving on a highway at top speed. Like on the uh, what's what the uh, that highway in like Europe, the autobahn. Yes. That's you. Exactly that like is that. you. If Autobahn was two words, that'd be my two words. It is Autobahn. There you go. There we go. One more there. Second question is, what, if you could listen to an album for the first time again, which one would it be? Um, can I say it's a three-way tie? Go ahead. Uh, I'm just thinking of the albums that, like, impacted me the most when I heard them. And that will have to be like nothing was the same by Drake, mm-hmm. uh, Blonde by Frank Ocean, mm-hmm. and uh, Saunderson by Brent Fire. Probably like the three albums that I listened to, and I'm like, I couldn't stop listening to this album from mm-hmm. the first time I heard it. If I could re-experience that, I'd probably cry. I don't know. I'm gonna say something that I don't know how it's gonna go, but I hated Blonde, like the first time I listened to it. So, 
if you say that while we're in the same space, we have to fight. <laughs> but as we're on the internet, that's okay. I accept your opinion. Like, I don't I know think why. Like, I love it now. I love it now. I love, like, I go back to it all the time. Like, it's one of my favorite albums. But the first time I listened to it, I'm like, I don't know. I don't get what's so special. I definitely think there's a couple albums that are like that. Mm-hmm. Like, they just that aren't first listen albums. Like, they're albums that you, that, and I think that's really the true sign of longevity when mm-hmm. it's a project you never get the first time. If you have to listen to it multiple times to really be like, damn, and you see something new every time, those are always the projects that I feel like stick with you. Like uh, Malibu from Anderson Pack mm-hmm. is one of those for me personally. Uh, the Life of Pablo, I like a lot from like, Kanye. Yeah. Those are projects that, like, the more I listen to them as a whole, I'm like, damn, like, I didn't even peep the subtlety of this production or, like, this drum loop they put in here or mm-hmm. one of the lyrics or a situation that I know they've been in, like, small hints and small, like, layers of intricacy, I feel like, are what really makes music pop up in time. Yeah. And the uh, last one is, what advice do you have for any upcoming artists? Just about um, anything in general. Don't be afraid to be you unapologetically in any sense. Don't be afraid to share yourself. Don't be afraid to promote yourself. Don't be afraid to push yourself. All of these things are integral are integral to your success. And even reaching out to people just because you're confident in the person you are, all of these things have a foundation in being confident in the person you are as an artist and in the vision you have. And it's either going to be success or you're going to die trying once mm-hmm. you have the mentality of there's no other option of being sure of yourself as a, not even just as a person but as a brand mm-hmm. i feel like that's when things start to change for you as an artist we got to put that in a book the me- a memoir right there just put that whole thing what that gas just just one pa- a one page book and it's just that it's just a one page mm-hmm. book the front of it's on my face like this <laughs> It's like one of those how to make the world <laughs> with like the uh, bright fonts and everything. Oh yeah, the rest of it is gonna be read the first page again. Stupid, it's gonna be three hundred pages of that. The book's gonna be called Ask AK. It's it'll it'll sell out. Those type of things sell out all the time. I think it'd be the funniest shit ever. I'd would. just be signing covers. Here you go, stupid AK. <laughs> but. Anyways, it was fun, man. It was a great conversation. I think I've had a lot of fun, mm-hmm. despite the camera issues. Despite the what? Despite the camera issues. Uh, hey, no one will know about that in editing. Don't worry. Got it. Got it. Instead, I'm just going to have a screenshot of a frozen camera of you just throughout the whole thing. And <laughs> Okay. And the last, the last like 10 seconds... Your camera will move, and they'll see you be able to move and everything. So that's how we're gonna do it. Like I just got freed from like the shadow room. <laughs> but um, I'm gonna be sending over one of these season three stickers. Hey, they're clean. I like them. Those are tough. I saw them on somebody else's laptop. Yeah, for season. Two. I'm I, like, damn, I kind of want. Let's see. You have you have Instagram. You have Twitter. YouTube. You do YouTube. Yes, sir. I'm on YouTube uh, under. AKA the only one and under uh, follow the troop. We post a lot of our music videos there too. So make sure you go follow him. 
at I don't know I I know you're at, but I don't want to screw it up. It's just AK the only one, right? AK the only one. No capitals, no dots, no underscores. You know the man. Yeah, no letters, no nothing. Just the no, at, just the at sign. Thinking into the search bar, and I'll just pop up. Crazy. <laughs> we we need to get a photo shoot with just you like this, and then make that your whole brand right there. And just different outfits, just yeah. the same. Photo. If you hold it for like two more seconds, I'm gonna put that as a thumbnail. Just you in the back in the corner right there. There we go. That's funny as hell. But uh, no, make sure you go follow him YouTube, Twitter, um, Instagram at AK the Only One. You know how it is. Go listen to his music. Everything will be linked down in the description below. And anything else you want to say? Um, if you listen to my music, I love you. Thank you. I appreciate you. And there's much crazier shit on the way. We will catch y'all. This is what? Monday? Yeah. All right. So we will catch y'all next week then. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And peace.